you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome inside. Good morning, football. Hey. We are presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live in New York City. But don't worry, we have the country covered from football over the weekend. It's Monday, December 26th. Hope everyone's happy and healthy after the holidays. I'm Jamie. It's Kyle. It's Peter. It's Jason. You know. This is the fifth coldest game ever at Soldier Field. Josh Allen just looks fast as hell. Again, 4-7 high at the combine. He just runs faster than he's timed. 35-13. to Bears messed around a while, and then Bills just blasted him. Bills Bengals next week. Those are some pink cheeks. You can sure see are. Josh Allen's breath oh, coming yeah. out of his mouth. It's a cold day in Chicago. But Sean McDermott told us last week, you just live in it. You play in it, practice in it. You'll be fine. Bills win. They beat the Bears. What do we make of of this game. Who gets to go first? Jason. I'll start it off. The Buffalo Bills are so good. When they're on, it just looks like the only team that can possibly beat the Buffalo Bills are the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. There it is. And they did that a little bit yesterday. Yes, they got the win. They beat up on the Bears. They had 21st downs to their 11, 426 yards for Buffalo compared to 209 by Chicago. But the turnovers. Josh Allen threw that one up into double coverage. There's nobody open, and the Bears are able to come away with the turnover. Kyle mentioned it in the highlight they were down early in this game and they just find a way to continue to give teams opportunity. Gabe Davis here making a catch over the middle. Punches the ball out. Bears get the ball back. They're back in business. And then Josh Allen's last interception. Nobody open. It's just you take it. And this team is so good when they're playing. You watch them. Love to watch Josh Allen. He's running over people. He's jumping over people. Defensively, they create takeaways. They shut the run down this week after giving up a ton versus Miami. Raheem Mostart and the crew. So this Buffalo team, they, they can, they're Super Bowl bound yeah. if they can take care of the football and they don't beat themselves. They're fun to watch, but they have to limit the turnovers. Josh Allen is so good. It's almost a gift and a curse because he can do so, so many great things and you rely on him so much that there's going to be those mistakes, there's going to be those mishaps. But if Buffalo can take care of the ball and do the right things, mm-hmm. they're going to be in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Especially when you go to Chicago and it's zero and you just get out of town with a win, run the ball. It hurts to pass block in the cold. It hurts to catch it right in the numbers. It hurts. Run the ball. 
hand it off. And that's what they did. Devin Singletary looked great. James Cook looked great. Crime-fighting duos. This is kind of where I went because, uh, you know, you've got, got Fox, Mulder, and Scully. Sure. you got Holmes and Watson. Devin Singletary's nickname is Motor, mm-hmm. right? Motor and Himbo. That's my new thing like coming it. out of Buffalo. Oh, Motor cool. sounds like a great show that you'd watch on CBS <laughs> on Thursday nights. Motor, Motor and Himbo. Himbo coming your way. Prime time for the rest of January and maybe into February. We'll see if it's a must-watch television. I love that. I think I Jim Nance doing the, the promo for it. Coming up tonight, yeah. 8 Eastern, 7 Mountain, Motor and Himbo. The crime-fighting duo in the that's, cold with their parkas. I was a big <laughs> Zoli and Isles fan. Are you? Zoli yeah. and Isles. Franklin and Bash. Franklin and Bash. Yeah. Those are like a sister Motor and brother and show. <laughs> the Bills season, like, if they win the Super Bowl, we're going to do the America's Game and the whole thing. And, like, I think they played <coughs> two opponents this year. They played the NFL, which is 31 teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then they played the elements. And this nature. is like a major, major story. This was a this was an SOB to get home. I'll tell you, this was this is what they came home to yesterday on Sunday, <laughs> Christmas. Like every other team has the game on Saturday, goes home, and they figure it out. This is what they walked into. And you know, I texted a, a member oh. of the Bills front office, and he says, you know, it's funny and it's great, and the, the, the videos are great, but like. It's a lot. Like, they had to stay. In, the Buffalo airport was closed, so they had to stay in, in Chicago. And woe oh is me that, you know, wow, poor poor guys, professional athletes, they had to stay in Chicago. But they were supposed to fly back home for the holidays. They didn't. They get back. They kind of dig their cars out. What was they, that glacier on the back? That of was on the back of a car. They were buried in in the snow. All their cars are buried in. So they had to, they had to bury out of it themselves. themselves. I've never seen something that large on the back of a car. I know. That was <laughs> crazy. Um and it's one thing to be like, well, look, they had crazy weather and it's Buffalo and it's look at the mafia and they're breathing fire. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're on the tarmac, yeah. This is a lot. Like, it's a lot. They missed a home game. They had to go and play it in Detroit. They had to fly back. Then they had to come back to Detroit. Then this happens. Like, even the Saturday night game, you know, you're in the snow. There, there's snowballs being thrown onto the field and everyone's like, well, is it ice? Is it snow? It's just a lot. And, like, the Bills are winning throughout it. They don't lose. They no. they win. They won on Thanksgiving against Detroit. They won yesterday and I don't know. They got this Monday night game against the Bengals. The Bengals had flight issues of their own. They had to, they, they had to detour in JFK because oh, of issues. And fly back to Cincinnati but like, I don't know. I feel like Buffalo's fighting Mother Nature and they're fighting 31 teams. It's a lot this season. And, I, and they've already won that fight. They had the chapter of their season. They're like, man remember all yeah. that weather was messing us up? Yeah. We dealt with that. Enough of this. You come back again with it. They won three road games in 11 days back when they were 63 and then then did this. And also, like, so to your point about why, 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 cry me a river, you had to stay the night in Chicago. Understand, they missed Christmas morning at home. Thanks. So imagine you got kids who are coming down the stairs like Sean McDermott. You were not there at home with your children on Christmas morning and you thought you were going to be. You had a whole plan with your wife and your family. We'll get back late and, you know, presents and everything. No, they're at a Hilton or something in Chicago and they come back Saturday. That is a massive deal for a family. I'm triggered by that as a family man myself. I'm sure you guys all are. Like, that's, that's a huge shift psychologically. The football, I don't think there's much to it. They're significantly better than the Bears. It's a massive showdown next week, and the one seed hangs in the balance. Um, the running game is really good. Josh Allen is really good. He throws a couple interceptions here and there, and maybe that won't Let burn Let me ask the like, a, like a philosophical thing. Go on. Thing. So they, they, if they lose to Cincinnati, they might have to go into Kansas City. Does all this travel woes and all this road warrior stuff, does that stuff maybe make it tougher for that game in Kansas City where you're like, all right, we've, we've been through it. a lot. Like- or you're wore down. Yeah. What do you think, Jay? Yeah, you go and you play the game. I, I, I'm a firm believer, and you talk about it for years. It's like, well, one team has the playoff experience or they've been on a roll. They've had to fight through things. No. 
for one game on a Saturday or a Sunday, afternoon or evening, you have to go in there and you have to execute better than them. Buffalo can rely on the fact that, hey, we've done this. We've gone to Kansas City. We've won games yeah. there. So we know we can do it. So it builds a confidence in But where we've had to travel throughout the season, the different adversities we've had to go through, we had to dig our car out, nobody cares. If we're in an AFC Championship game in Kansas City, we mm -hmm. don't care your travel issues that you had or mm -hmm. any of those things. You go out there, you execute better than the team mm -hmm. on any given day and you're going to win that game. And Buffalo has shown they've done that before in Kansas City. This is going to come up a lot in the coming weeks. Patrick Mahomes has never played a playoff game outside of Arrowhead Stadium except for two Super Bowls. He's never done one. You've never gone to Cincinnati or New England. It's, it's always been home. The Detroit Lions taking on the Carolina Panthers. Dan Campbell trying to get his guys in. Six and one in their last seven games. Panthers run all over the Lions, went 37 to 23. Commanders and the 49ers out in San Francisco. Kyle Shanahan has some feelings towards that Commanders franchise. Now we got a quarterback controversy. Carson Wentz played at the end of the game. 49ers. Commanders still very much alive in the playoff hunt. Giants Vikings. Can the Vikings really do this again at home? Last weekend was very thrilling. If you can give Greg Joseph a chance, it feels like anywhere on the field, 61 yards, sure. Down the pipe, Justin Jefferson said, I want everybody wearing white. It looks great in the stands. Vikings were in all white. Greg Joseph, Joseph maybe he is himbo too. Mm -hmm. Vikings walk off. They are now 11-0 in one possession games this season. Seriously? Kirk Cousins was so happy that Santa Claus delivered him Greg Joseph a couple of seasons ago. Here's what the quarterback had to say after a close win. You know, it was a, another team win. When you look at how close that game was and you see the plays made by our defense, the turnovers they created, the blocked punt by our special teams, you know, 60-plus yard field goal, you know, you see how it really takes all three phases making plays for us to be able to win and uh, wouldn't have it any other way. It was a very tame Christmas sweater he had on for the weekend. I appreciate that. <laughs> I think he bought that with Kohl's cash. He may have. <laughs> he may have. Very yeah. valuable. The Vikings win another nail-biter against the Giants, who needed a win in the playoff picture in the NFC as well. But the Vikings pulled one off. Jason, what stood out to you? Are the Vikings, like, destined to the Super Talk Bowl? About it. You, you said 11-0 and in one-score games? One-score games. Uh, some stat, man. My goodness. It's it's one possession. Somehow or another, week in and week out, the Vikings find a way to win games. And we talk about, oh, they're the worst when they have 10 wins. They're the worst 10-0 and team and the 10-and-whatever team in the NFL history. But here they are late in the game. And before this, he converts a third and nine to Justin Jefferson. Then he's sacked. And then he comes right back, and they throw a screen pass. That far out of field goal range, they throw a screen pass to Justin Jefferson, and he's able to pick up enough yards to get in to close enough for Joseph to kick this field goal through the uprights. This Minnesota Vikings team, to win a Super Bowl, sometimes, obviously, you have to have a good football team. But you need the ball to bounce the right way. You need a little bit of luck on your side. And when you come back from 33 and a half, when you beat Buffalo in overtime in a tough one that they did down there in western New York, this Vikings team, there's something special about them. And we can pick fun and poke holes all throughout their team, but there's something special about this team, how they keep coming up with wins in one-score games. Well, they finally answered the question. Are they just a team of flukes, or are they a team of destiny? And the answer is yes. Because <laughs> that, there's, yes. there's a big argument saying this is smoke and mirrors. Yeah, well... The defense Every is not time, good. Though, to get a win, at, that's the point. At what point is it not smoke? So at this point, do they have to win a Super Bowl for it to not be smoke and mirrors? It's a good question. If you know. if you're looking at eight and three, oh yeah, smoke and mirrors and good luck. Twelve and three is twelve and three. It's amazing. This is post Christmas, and it's like everyone seems to be mad that they win these games in these really clutch fashions. <laughs> and you know, I think Peter had a good point last week. He's like. 
can you just win the game like 30 to 13? Like, just give me a, a win that you don't have to win 45 to nothing, but like win by two scores. I don't think that's too much to ask. And they, the answer is no, they can't do it. No. They can't. But they also can't lose. So if we're going to be the show of record that says just stack wins and this is a tough league and all the teams compete and just win, they win every week. And they got a couple losses, sure. But like, I am a believer. And I'll say this again. I know I'm in the minority. I posted a, just a bored Twitter poll last week. How many playoff games did the Vikings win? Zero, one, or more than one. And like 52% just say zero. They'll be one and done. So in other words, you, the voter, think that they're going to get in the wild card and they're going to lose to somebody like Dallas or one of these teams, Packers. the Packers or the Lions or the Panthers or the Buccaneers. That's what you think. That's what you see. I see 12 and three, and I can't possibly slight them for the way that they're doing it because the yeah. way they're doing it is not dominant, but I think it might be even better. It's clutch as hell. I team to go. I, I tend to go more at 12 and three if they have it. I think they have it. Giants. I, last week I came here after the Bills beat the Dolphins, and I was like, "Well, that's a moral victory." The Dolphins showed us they can go into yeah. the like Giants should have won this game. Mm-hmm. Giants had this game, or at least should have gone into overtime. Here's what it is: we love Wink Martindale, and we live and die with the blitz with Wink Martindale. I almost feel as good about the Giants after this loss than I do with the Vikings. I know you're what? a Vikings fan. Or that didn't age well for Miami. It didn't age well for Miami. I'm doing it right here again. Like, Giants, they were, they were done. They came out there looking like they were going to lose by 24 points in the first half, and they fought, and they clawed, and they've got Bellinger and Richie James and Isaac <laughs> and, and Isaiah Hodgins, Hoskins. and you're like, who are these guys? Yeah. And they just find a way to hang and hang and hang on the road in Minnesota. Giants right now are in the playoffs, and if they win on Sunday against the Colts, they are a wild card team, mm. and I am taking this away as Vikings' great win. That's what they do. They're 11-0 in one-score games, which is an unheard-of stat, but the Giants in a loss showed me a lot, and I think they're going to take care of business. I hope I'm not jinxing them against the Colts this weekend, mm. and I would not want to face that team in the playoffs. They mm. fight every single week. In a wildly important possession, the Giants and Wake Martindale send the house at Kirk Cousins. Says, what does he do? He goes to Justin Jefferson because he is the most valuable player on that team. Mm. I think he is in the conversation for being the most valuable player in the NFL. Talk about and I know Cooper Cup last year, there were major campaigns for getting the trifecta for a wide receiver, doesn't receive a vote. That's blasphemy. Justin Jefferson is... 149 catches off of breaking Michael Thomas's single season record, which was set in 2019. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. He had 149. Yeah. He is 26 catches away from okay. it. He's got two left. Okay. He's got two games left to go. He is 208 receiving yards away from breaking Calvin Johnson's. That, to me, is the chapter that you have to get past. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is the one that this whole three seasons played the most number. Ignore that. That, to me, is actually a distracting way to look at it because you're not valuing what he's doing this season. Mm-hmm. You have to look at 2022 and the value that he has put in the wins for the Vikings, 12 wins. Patrick Mahomes is really good. Justin Jefferson is the most valuable player in the league because of how he affects the games that his team is in. 11-0 in one possession games. On third down against a team that is desperate to get into the playoffs, who does he go to? Who does his quarterback find? Justin Jefferson. He has to break that record. And if he breaks both, I think 26 catches over the next two games is a challenge. I don't <laughs> think him finding 208 yards over the next two weeks no, is a yeah. challenge. If he breaks both of those records, seriously, it's win a, it, get a I, vote. I'll say this. Get I, a vote. I don't, I don't care for Vikings records. There's a lot of been made. Like, I, I respect yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. An MVP no. talk, though, MVP, it needs yeah. to be. Agreed. And a th- so that full screen of, like, he broke the Vikings record. I don't right. care. Yeah. 
You broke the NFL record in catches yes. and receiving yards. Yes. Now, I made a call to arms earlier in the show saying, Andrew Whitworth, get off your butt after Thursday and go sign. Make a call to arms to the NFL MVP voters. None of us have a vote. Call to arms. Make your case. Justin Jefferson, tell them to put the vote in. If you're going to put those two names on a pedestal for wide receivers, for those records, and we always compare it, and that's what we're looking for, on the list, it's – Bing, bing. It's mm-hmm. Cooper Cup is there. If he gets to the top of the list, Justin Jefferson, for most receiving yards in Gotta a single season, he is the most valuable player on this team. And a play like that, I'm so glad Peter drew it up. Because a team, I'm sorry, you guys are like laughing at each other. A team that relies on him in huge third down, he is valuable. He is the most valuable player. I'm in. Rock the vote, everybody. Listen to Jamie. Rock the vote. Oh, Let's make a change. A vote. A single vote. make a change. Please, a make history. I, I think if they got one vote, that would be like winning. player of the year, one blah, blah, blah. Once first place. Yeah. MVP. yeah. Okay, so they have to play the Packers this weekend. That's going to be hard. Right. They have to go to Lambeau and get, especially with the streaking Packers team. Oh, it's okay. Man. Smoke and mirrors team, though. No. <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. playoff picture since we just clicked into a couple of those teams with the highlights over the weekend. Waiting to see who in the NFC South wants to bubble up for air, rise to the surface, and host a free playoff game. The Cowboys are already locked in, and technically, things could also change up there within the division. Santa delivered a lot of great football this weekend, a lot of fun games. Some feel a little bit more impactful than others. Which statement win brought you the most holiday cheer in Week 16, mm-hmm. Kyle? The Minnesota oh, Vikings. Oh, oh. Oh. The Minnesota Vikings win. My statement is um, Kirk Cousins is excellent. My statement is it is okay to talk about the Vikings and say Kirk Cousins is excellent. It's okay. 
Jamie in the earlier show made a compelling case that Justin Jefferson should be considered for MVP, and I respect it. Peter King, who I respect and read every week, listed 10 players that he would vote for for MVP. Cousins' name, nowhere on the list. Um, I get very opinionated about Kirk Cousins, so let me just stick to the facts. Kirk Cousins in the middle of the season setting an NFL record for fourth quarter comebacks. Kirk Cousins' fourth quarter stats are astronomical. Kirk Cousins has fewer interceptions than Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. Kirk Cousins' defense is woeful, statistically. Kirk Cousins' offensive line is woeful, statistically. No quarterback in the last 20-plus years is getting hit more than Kirk Cousins. Yet, Kirk Cousins is 12-3. His wide receiver is on pace to break Megatron's record. Justin Jefferson is an excellent player. So is Devontae Adams the last couple of years when the MVP was handed to Aaron Rodgers like it was no big deal. I am not here for this prejudice against Kirk Cousins that has existed, and it is in, in our systems, in our blood as football media people, and it comes from a lot of things. The corniness of his personality, the size of his paychecks, years ago, years old losses that he suffered on prime time, even in different organizations, in different eras, and different head coaches. Turn in Kirk Cousins now with fresh eyes on a Sunday, and make sure it's in the fourth quarter when quarterbacks really show who they are. You will not see a quarterback playing better in the entire NFL this year in the biggest moments. The stats bore it out, the eye test bears it out, and there's still no love for him. I apologize for nothing. Kirk Cousins is excellent. I believe in him in the playoffs, and uh, I will not stop believing him. I wish some other people would start. Let's go. Well said. Let's go. Okay. It's okay. Thank you, Jamie. What I'm not okay is that that take should be everywhere, but it's not. And people either loathe to do it, or they're not watching, or they're going on to more things that are apparently drawing more eyeballs. I'm not sinister. I'm not a bad guy. I'm really not. I got a good heart. Trust me, I really got a good heart. But would it not be fitting the Packers sneak into the playoffs as a seven seed and end up beating Kirk Cousins, the two seed, in Minnesota in the wild card round? Because that might happen! And they got to beat him first in the regular season. I know. The Packers, to me, are the team that got the win. And a month ago, Green Bay Packers left for dead 4-8 and eight following a loss to Philadelphia. They come out, and since then, Aaron Rodgers has ripped off three straight victories, including this one. And they had the bye week, and everything also went right for them over the holiday weekend. You take Sunday's win, and you combine that with a Giants loss, which they needed, a Commander's loss, which they needed, a Seahawks loss, which they needed, a Lions loss, which they needed. And in a way, they needed the Eagles to lose, too. Because now the Cowboys have a reason to play the next few weeks. And if the Cowboys beat Washington and the Packers win both their games, the Packers are in the playoffs. Packers are home against Minnesota. Okay, I know Minnesota's been unbelievable and blew them out the first week of the season this year. Packers are home against Minnesota. We've seen that thing happen. And the Packers are home against the Lions. They got to win both of those. And then they need the Cowboys in week 18 to have a flicker of hope, the flicker of something to play for. So they for. try. So they yeah. try. Okay, maybe Cleveland beats Washington. I wouldn't bank on it. I think Washington's at home. They're playing for everything. Cleveland might, might be done. This is where we get into the weeds, Peter. This time of year you start looking at, will they have will anything they? to play yeah. for yes. or are they done? That really matters. And you see Dallas, you see Philly, and you're like, I can't have the backups in that game because no. yeah. I need them to help me. You need me. the Dallas starters thinking that in their heads, if <laughs> things all work division. out great, this we could so still fun. win the division. Yeah. Or we could get a, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. So here's what they need. The here's best. what the Packers need. Talk it. Packers <laughs> need Hurts to not play. Yeah. Okay. okay. Minshew to lose this week, yeah. so yeah. that week 18 matters does for play? Dallas. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We just need them to have right. the illusion. Have the possibility of losing. The illusion. That Dallas could still win the <laughs> NFC East, all right? Then you need the Carson Wentz 
or Taylor Heineke, Washington Commanders, to lose to the Cowboys week 18. Yes. Okay. And then you need to win your two things. But to me, that was the win. It was, they had like, a, a, Kornacki, we had him on my podcast, said that the Packers had a 7% chance Seven. of making the playoffs last mm. week. We'll get the full numbers this yeah, week, we but it's got to be in the 20s mm-hmm. or the 30s. Packers are the answer. Packers had the statement win. They came back from 10 points down on the road, and now they got a flicker of hope. And I'll tell you what, if they make the playoffs and they play Minnesota in the playoffs in the wild card round, I don't care about all your one-loss victories. <laughs> I'm going back a decade of history here, uh, and I might be taking the Packers in that one. Right. Great. No, 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 no. <laughs> Most wonderful time of the year. Things, just a I'm just putting it out there. The and I'm not anti-Minnesota. I think Kevin O'Connell's Sounds the coach like of the it. year. Sounds I think Kevin like O'Connell's it. the coach of the you year. You do? You just snuck that take in. You do? That, that, you, Kevin O'Connell's coach of the year? I think Kevin O'Connell's the coach of the year. That's great. I love yeah, that. Yeah, he's going to take the Packers if they have to play each other in the playoffs. Yeah, coach really of the year doesn't mean you win the Super Bowl. No, yeah. Matt Nagy won coach of the year. Lost first round. Sean yeah. McVay won coach of the year. Yeah. Lost first round. Like, yeah, yeah. it happens. Still get the award. Mike Vrabel last year. Coach of the year. Maybe he shouldn't be it, though. Give it to someone else. I'm going with when I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. They came off a loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then going into this week, this game was built up so much. But then Jalen Hurts is in play, and everybody's all over Dak Prescott through two interceptions in Jacksonville. The game-winning one for Rashawn Jenkins taking it back for six. And then this week it was like, well, you can't go out there and lose to the Garden Minshew-led, Garden Minshew-led Philadelphia Eagles. And it wasn't pretty, but they didn't lose. And Dak Prescott throws the pick six, and then he gets on a roll. Play fantastic. The defense comes away with four turnovers in that game. So for the Dallas Cowboys, they had to shut up the haters a little bit this week. Go out there and get a win against Philly. Doesn't matter how the win comes. Doesn't matter who's playing for Philly. They don't choose that Jalen Hurts wasn't out there. They were still able to get the victory. And on top of that, Gardner Minshew played his butt off. 355 yards and two touchdowns. But still, Dallas comes away with three turnovers in the second half and are able to come up with the victory. And that's what matters after coming off a tough loss to the Jackson Jaguars, especially in which Dak Prescott has been throwing interceptions as of late. Through the one early on in the game, you're like, here we go again. Dak's mm-hmm. just, he's screwing up late in the game. Completions. 14 straight yeah, that was completions. Awesome. It was unbelievable. It was 16 of 18 in that first half after throwing that interception. He got it done and they won the game. See all these papers in mm-hmm. front of us? Mm-hmm. This is all the coverage from over the weekend. Yeah. Week 16 started on Thursday. Mm. Jacksonville Jaguars beat mm. the New York Jets yeah. on Thursday. That's what kicked off the weekend. True. I got to go back to Thursday for the biggest statement win. The Jaguars own their own destiny. In fact, they own the top of the AFC South spot right now with the Titans absolutely tripping over themselves down the stretch here. But frankly, the Jags, it's not like they need help. They're playing fantastic. They could have gone to New York and been like, oh, we're the sunshine team. We can't play in the rain. It was a disgusting Thursday night at MetLife Stadium. Disgusting. It was disgusting. Jason and Jason was there. It was awful. He was in a radio booth, which he was happy about. Guess what? The Jags were out there playing in the elements. Trevor Lawrence passing the ball great, running the ball sneaky great over the last couple weeks. As is Travis Etienne. He just became the fifth thousand-yard rusher for Jaguar in Jaguars franchise history. A lot of great names on that list: MJD, Fred Taylor, Leonard Fournette, and James Robinson, who's on the Jets now. He was inactive on Thursday night. That's a good list to be on. This offense is coming into their own. That, to me, could have been such an easy place to trip up for the Jaguars. They are hosting a playoff game as of today. It's actually a really weird scenario. It doesn't matter what happens with either one of those teams, Titans, Jaguars, this week. All that matters is week 18, the way it works out. Uh I wonder if they rest their starters in week 17. I've never seen that. 
and then do the reverse. Titans and Jaguars do not need anything to happen. We said, no matter what, the winner of Week 18 wins the division. I wonder if both teams are just like, let's rest our starters for Week 18. It's a one-game showdown no matter what. No in matter what. This game means nothing, so you probably should. Then. It's like a mini no. buy. It's like a pretend no. buy. Anybody that's banged up, yes. But your guys okay. that are healthy, you play. Now, there's, a, there's like a wild outside chance one of them can get the wild card and lose mm. on Week 18. But I think. I know what you mean, though. You don't empty the bench, but like maybe you pull guys, or maybe if yeah. anybody's banged up, you're banged out. Up. You're banged out. up. Then maybe we'll, we'll, we'll give it a week, make sure you're healthy for that last game, like yeah. a, a Tannehill, for example. If there's any chance, glimmer, that he can come back. Hey, we don't need you to play this week, but if you can come back for that last oh one versus gosh. Jacksonville. Bench them all. Look at the Super Bowl, <laughs> week 18. Let's go. Oh yeah. Could that be a Sunday night football game? No, there's way too many games. That'd be no, cool. Very well That likely will be the week Titans, Jags, Sunday night can football. you just concede Ooh, let's just start can predicting games, too. Like Coming up a crazy, crazy conversation of what just happened, but it was a crazy week 16 I had a tantrum about for a couple of teams. Peter's throwing tantrums down in Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay tantrums. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AFC playoff picture now. We just had a spicy conversation fun. with the NFC. Let's see if we can drum this up again. Um, I'm supposed to ask that we have a handful of teams still fighting for that wild card spot. Who stands out to you the most? Um, Jets were the worst team you could possibly imagine Thursday night. Hideous football, just gross. They lose, and you're like, all right, Jets are done. They turn on the television Saturday, and they're the Patriots. Somehow, some way, Ramondre Stevenson fumbling uh, down four within the red zone. They wake up Sunday morning, and there's the Dolphins up 10 in the second quarter and somehow giving the game away. There is a uh, there is a scenario right now. All right, let's go. That the Jets 
win each of the final two games at Seattle and at Miami. And they need one other thing. They need the Patriots to lose just one game. Fine. And then the Chargers to lose tonight. And we whatever. This gets getting too complicated. Basically, Jets need to win out and they need the Patriots to lose Fine. one. You know, there's a scene of my one of my favorite holiday movies called Good. Trading Places. Sure. And uh, I'm gonna give you Robert Sala and Zach Wilson, and they're sitting there with with their their winter caps on, and they're amongst the garbage, and they're lying there, and they're lying there, and it's Randolph and Mortimer Duke and <laughs> Mortimer. We're back! That's the Jets right now. They were Great. discarded onto Great. the street. They were done. Mortimer, they are back. The Jets need a little bit of help, but gosh, the Jets are in no worse place than they were on Thursday night. They're still alive. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Mm. Does Fireman Ed want to play quarterback? Sure. Go up and travel to Seattle. Go play quarterback. I don't know. They're alive, and hopefully they can get something done here because that would be a heck of a story in New York. It, it, it would be a story, that's for sure. Uh, I'm <laughs> going with good. the Chargers, a team that on your scenario is at the bottom of the list because the Chargers at one point were just like, this is a roller coaster. They're up and down. They're Chargers are charging again was what we said yeah. in the beginning of the season. They were picked by a lot of our colleagues to win the Super Bowl. But here we are. They win tonight against the Indianapolis Colts and the Chargers are in the playoffs. They've been sitting at home watching all the teams they needed to lose, lose games. And now they have their opportunity to clinch. They can be in there sitting in the driver's seat saying, hey, we're in, we're at the sixth seed, and we have a chance to really go on a run and make a difference in these playoffs. Didn't think this would happen. Felt like 10 weeks in, they were 5-5. Five and five. Everybody was saying, is Brandon Staley going to still be their coach sure. next year? They've gone through a rash of injuries defensively. Mike Williams is finally back. Keenan Allen is finally back. And Justin Herbert just continues to do Justin Herbert things. Get a win against Nick Foles and the Indianapolis Colts on Monday Night Football, and you're in the playoffs. That's it. Tonight, take care of this. It was interesting Winning watching in. one of those highlights they picked for the Chargers is just a slow motion tackle of the Dolphins. Just like take them down to the ground because that's what it feels like is happening with Miami Dolphins. Mm -hmm. You guys are all excellent at what you've done. You're in academia and athletics. Like I was a very poor student in school and I was very mediocre. Right? Oh. I was really poor and I used to play this game. If I got like a 74 on this exam, it'll huh. boost my grade so I could pass the class and just get past the semester. That's where I feel like the Miami Dolphins are at right now. If we could just win one of these games, which is so shocking because they were at, they were getting grade A to start the season. Then they ticked it down to like a 65 in October. And then they boosted it back up to an A plus when they won five straight. And now they're back to the C minus. And like, where are we going to end our median grade here? Because are you passing this class or not? Because the Dolphins, to Tango Bailoa, you make no sense. And that's what my mom used to say to me when I was not doing great in school. This makes no sense. How, how are you this irresponsible with your grades? Dolphins, what are we doing here? How are you this irresponsible in an AFC East that you have to win your next two games against the Jets and the Patriots in order to get in? It should not be this hard for you. Yeah, they were going to win the East and the MVP in the Super Bowl and everything, and now it's just completely falling apart. Yeah. I don't know. Someone's got to put a stop to that. Yeah. Maybe McDaniel can break another wacky T-shirt. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about the New Orleans Saints. I don't give a damn if we're Go talking back. about the AFC. Go I'm going to break the show and Go break back. the segment. Have I given you my New Orleans Saints spiel? We are looking for a champion. I'm holding out for a hero like Bonnie Tyler in the NFC South. I can't abide by these Buccaneers even coming off a win. And I'm trying to embrace the New Orleans Saints who have a two-game winning streak. <laughs> I don't care if it's that AFC. I can't stop. Do you guys know that, that Saints-Browns game? You didn't watch it. It was absolutely terrible. Do you know that Andy Dalton won that game? The stats are crazy. What were his numbers? All right. Andy Dalton, winning quarterback, 8 of 15 for 92 yards and an interception. Mm -hmm. 
His leading wide receiver was Rashid Shahid. Yeah, the rookie. Yeah, yeah sure. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Anytime I bring a piece, like, oh, he's very good. And, and they like him. And he's he's good. Okay, but Peter, should he be the leading receiver for a playoff team heading down the stretch in December? Alvin Kamara had 76 yards rushing. Taysom was all over Taysom. Taysom. All right, and they won. Coldest day ever. Coldest day ever. 17 to 10 Saints. Understand. The Saints have won two games in a row, which, as I said, in that division is like you haven't lost for three months. The Bucks won, the Panthers won, but everybody's all here together. And as Peter said, all the Saints talk, even it somehow pertains to their former head coach, who's not even a coach right now. That's all anyone's talking about. Sean Payton. How about Dennis Allen hosting mm. the game? Does anybody want to go into the Dome in mid-January? I don't. All I can do, if, if we can't pick a, a champion for the NFC South, is you just go with the meritocracy of winning. Who is doing the most winning when it matters most? Saints two-game winning streak, I'm in. But Tampa Bay won last night. They lost the week before. Peter said what you said. They stink this year, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, they haven't been good. They haven't been good. No. They said they stink. I did, I don't, don't revise it, Peter. <laughs> don't backpedal now. Peter, you yeah. like, I got caught in the moment. I kind of want to take that back. It was so negative. This is the show. Is, Peter's out there back. The out there back I'm, a, I'm on the Saints I'm going to go bandwagon. see Todd Bowles and be like, That's fine. I'm Peter. sure Todd Bowles will be very animated about it. If the Saints lose this week, I'm on the Panthers, but right now I'm on the Saints. Saints, 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 Saints. 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 Weirdest, weirdest season in the history of the league. Weirdest. Which? Would it not, this one. Would it not be fitting for the New Orleans Saints to find themselves as division champions hosting a playoff game? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to winning a playoff game already. Andy Dalton his first Should playoff win ever. Let's just give Rashid Shahid a quick shout. Peter from Weber State. Oh, Weber State. Is a college basketball player? Wow, you would think, incredible. I know, Weber right? Game. So we, we, awesome. we see you, Rashid Shahid. Time now for GMFB Game Balls. We had a whole list of players, moments, coaches, whatever you want to do. Highlight your top performer from the week. Jason, let's go first, quick. Yes, the Carolina Panthers had two rushers. Dante Foreman and Chuba Hubbard were all over the place, both of them over 100 yards. One touchdown for Foreman. They both had over 100 yards in the first half. First two running backs to do that since Maurice Jones-Drew and Fred Taylor. And you can add their names to Jonathan Stewart, D'Angelo Williams. First two double 100-yard rushers in a game for the Panthers since those two guys got it done. Awesome. They were all over the place. It was on their backs that the Panthers were able to come up with this win and still be in contention for the playoffs. Impressive. Last week, we got the Pro Bowl games, and we got all the players got it. Nick Bolton did not make the play, uh, make the Pro Bowl. This guy is third in the league in tackles. So how did he respond? Well, with the Chiefs defense bleeding the past two weeks, Nick Bolton came out there and had seven. 17 tackles Let's go. in a win where the Chiefs defense held the Seahawks to three points. Nick Bolton, you didn't make the Pro Bowl. You're going to be playing for bigger get things in February. But you get Peter Schrager's oh, game ball. There you go. So we love our studio here. We get to hit the temperature and say 70 degrees, climate control, talk about football for three hours. The reporters that work on NFL Network who had games this weekend, uh, they had to dress a little differently, <laughs> covering freezing games. Shout out to you guys. You get my game ball. Take a listen. Not changing anytime in Chicago. It is freaking cold out here, man. <laughs> Don't worry, Dales. It'll change. It's just not going to change until June. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it, Stacey Dales. You nailed it. There's Mike Robb. There's Najee Harris. Kyle told us the funny part about this, Colleen Wolf, MGD, they were there too, is that Najee looks over and goes, oh, well, you're Steve Smith. Like, he had no idea because they were so bundled. There it is, guys. It w what looks like one degree in Chicago and uh, maybe two degrees for Giardi uh, in New England. We appreciate the coverage, but, of course, Giardi went with the hatless look because his hair looked That's great, just does. like one Peter Schrager. Yeah, he knows a good money maker. Uh, <laughs> this was my jingle all the way Christmas in the sense that uh, my nine-year-old really wanted one thing that I had a hard time getting. Now, Calvin, my son, changes favorite players all the time. Yeah. Joe Burrow, T.J. Watt, Justin Herbert. He has settled 
settled in on Justin Jefferson, and all he's mm. wanted for a month is he wants a Justin Jefferson jersey. Go to NFLshop.com, sold mm. out, sold out. He said, you know, my wife's like, you can get him. You work in the NFL and everything. I ask around, ask everybody I can. I can't get one. I reach out to the Vikings directly. I say, do you guys have anything? Must really make my son's Christmas. Go ahead, bring it up. The Vikings, unbelievable thing that you did for me and my family. Oh. That is Calvin Brandt with an autographed Justin Jefferson oh jersey. Gosh. He sent it to him. He was so happy. He had little tears in the corners of his eyes. Oh. And he immediately started doing the gritty the yeah. second he put it on. And I was so pleased for him. You helped me. You saved Christmas, the Minnesota Vikings. And you got to win as you always do. Thank you so much, you guys. That was so, 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 so classy. And uh, my, my son's a fan for life. So the Vikings are your Santa Claus. They really were. They, they, that, makes ho, you, ho, that makes ho. you happy, huh? It makes me, it makes yeah. me feel good. It's a feel-good team. That's Good Morning Football on Monday. <laughs> Looking ahead, starting we're we're inching closer to the playoffs. Hold the football. Chargers win and you're in. Yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.